Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Uh, how many of you were here last Sunday? I, I was blessed by this message, but I'm, I'm not sure about you. But I want you to have an open heart as we are sharing this message because I believe that um, God is using the message to really speak to us. Turn with me to John chapter 5. John chapter 5 and verse 1. John chapter 5 and verse 1. The Bible says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep Market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season. Into the pool. Tell your neighbor a certain season. Turn to your next neighbor and say a certain season. It says for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the other is when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another stepped down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Hallelujah. The same day was the Sabbath. It says, another stepped therein. It says, there was this pool and around the pool was a multitude 
a multitude of impotent folk, a multitude or a large crowd of people who have some deficiencies in their lives. A multitude of people who could not do things that originally they were able to do or they ought to have been able to do. But they have been rendered impotent. Now, impotent does not necessarily mean that um, you are sexually impotent. But impotent, impotent means not having the ability or not having the capacity to do something. Hallelujah. So the scripture says there were, that they lay a great multitude, a great multitude. I can imagine a great multitude and each one that was there had some deficit or each one that was there had something wrong with him. And he says, he describes these impotent folks. Some were blind, some were halt, some were withered, and all that they were waiting for was the moving of the water. Because, verse 4, an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And he says, whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And then the Bible says, and a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years who had a disease or who had a sickness or who was put off ease who had a disease for 30 and 8 years when Jesus saw him lie when Jesus saw him sitting by the pool and he knew that he had been now a long time in his case in that particular situation or in that particular condition he said unto him will thou be made whole will thou be made whole and the man answered and said sir I have no man I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool but while I am coming while I am getting ready another stepped down before me Another step down before me while I'm coming. You see, there are people who are more aggressive than other people. When it comes to the things of God, there are people who are more aggressive. There are people who are readily embracing. There are people who are, who, 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 who are ready to jump in it when it comes to the things of God. And so he says, others Others jump ahead. Others step it in. And it's too late for me. There are people that when we announce, we say there is a camp meeting, immediately they register. And so they say, we call the early registration. It says, as soon as the pool is dead, as soon as this trouble began, there are some people, they registered. And then there are some people, the next day, as the announcement, there were people who were sending me messages about hotels. And they say, Reverend, I found this hotel. I look, can you share it with the church? And I'm, I'm, I have booked mine. Uh, you see, people jump in. He says, another step at their in. 
There are people who are more aggressive. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? There are others who, they, 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 they hear of the announcement, they book their hotel, they register, they book in their flights. And others also say, the time that I was getting ready to get in, they said the flight times are over. I can't get a good flight time. The time that I was getting ready to register, they said early registration is over. The time that I made my mind to book my hotel rooms, they said all the hotel rooms around the place is over. Look, you may or may not be going to the camp meeting, but I want you to take something from this message. Hallelujah. I want you to take something from this message. We are seeing the scriptures and applying it in our own practical lives. Hallelujah. They said the rooms are booked. And they are struggling. And then you've been in the case for a long time. And it's because of your attitude towards the things of God. Hallelujah. It says a certain season. A certain season. The things about season is that it is pertaining to things that are not always there. When we talk about season, we are talking about things that are not always there. They are not always available. Hallelujah. The pool did not have the healing ability. The pool did not have the healing power all the time. The pool was there all the time. People were swimming in the pool all the time. But they did not get healed from their diseases. But there is a certain season. There is a certain time that when you get into the pool is something else. Amen. Amen. And in that time, in that time, if you are in some infirmity, if you are in some condition, if you need something from God, let not anything disturb you. Let not the troubling disturb you. Let not the, the, the inconveniences disturb you. It is a season and you need to jump in in that season. Amen. 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 When we talk about season, it speaks of when something is in its season, it's talk about how abundant it is. It is in abundance. When something is in its season, it means it's in abundance. It is easily found. You don't have to struggle to get it. You, you don't have to make a lot of effort. So he says, when this pool is troubled, during the time the pool is troubled, whosoever it does not qualify you it does not matter what you have done what you have what you don't have it does not matter how long you have been there he says whosoever because it is the season and it's easily available to anyone so whoever wants to take advantage of the season no matter who you are if you are able to jump in he says you were healed of whatsoever disease that you have because it is a season. When we have apple seasons, you find apples everywhere. Where I live, you'll be driving by the road and apples are on the grass. Apples are all over the place. And by the way, you can't just go and pick them up. By the way. You can pay and then you go and pick them up. But I'm talking about, you don't even need to go to the store to find apple because it is in the season. 
It is in a season, so you find apples all over the place. Animals are feasting, they are eating some, squirrels are eating. Everyone has apples because it is in a season. When we talk about tomatoes and it's in season, you realize that it is abundant. And a whole lot of it is sold for some small amount of money. Now, you better catch that season. You, sometimes you need to, you say, I don't have it, but since it is in the season, I must buy some and store it. I will buy some and freeze it. I will buy some and mash it and put in bottles and store it because it is the season. It is the season. Store it. It is the season. It is the season. It's wisdom when you are moving with God. Hallelujah. It's wisdom. You see, that is why those who have, more will be added. And those who do not have, the little that they have, mercy. I never understood that scripture until I look at tomato seasons. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? He says, anyone who can jump in, anyone, you will get healed if you are able to jump in at that time. Amen. But you realize there was a great multitude of impotent folk. A great multitude of impotent folk. And there are some who have been there for more than 38 years. They have been there for more than 38 years in that condition. Because you see, they have been around the pool. They have been around the pool and it is there. And the pool is always there and they feel the pool will always be there. But there is only a certain season. There is only a certain season that the pool has its miraculous power. There is only a certain season that the pool can heal you. Any other time, if you were to jump in the pool, you would just get wet. If you jump in the pool before the angel comes, you will just get wet. If you jump in the pool after the angel is gone, because you don't like the troubling, you don't like the turbulence in the sea, in the, in the pool, and you want it to calm down before you jump, you can wait. But that time when you jump in, it is too late. Am I speaking to somebody? It is too late. You need to jump in at the time that the pool is stirred. Hallelujah. You need to jump in at the time that the pool is troubled. Sometimes when we are doing fundraising, you realize that um, you look at your situation and then you say, not this time. Not this time. And sometimes we even make pledges. We make pledges. But you see, the Bible says that he sent his angel. He sent his angel. And last week I was explaining to you in Revelation chapter 2 that when God represents his pastors as angels, and he sends his angels to create some stirring. He sends his angels to create some troubling. Things that will trouble your finances. Things that will make you inconvenient. Things that will cause some inconvenience in your situation. And then you say, you know, I pledge and I will give it later. Yes, you will jump in the pool. You will get wet anyway, but it is not the same. Because it was a season. It was a season. Amen. 
it was a season and whatever you have whatever you have the bible says whosoever at the time that the pool is stirred at the time that the pool is stirred whosoever is able to join in so it does not matter this is your ability you know god knows your ability if we are raising funds he knows that this is what you can afford this is what you have this is what you can give it does not matter if my dollar is what i have at the time that the pool is dead i will put it in and i will step in and i will receive my healing of whatsoever disease that i have that is why I pity people when we announce these things and they don't come to church. They don't understand the things of God. When we announce, we say we will have a healing Jesus campaign. I have noticed that. I have noticed that. And I know a, pat- a pattern of people. I know when we announce, oh, it is a pastor's appreciation day. It's a bishop's this day. It's this um, birthday. This pa-. You see, they don't come to church. Look, you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and mammon. And I think you realize it yourself already. That whenever mammon comes, you realize you can't serve God. Whenever mammon comes in, you can't serve God. I say, you can contribute. You can decide that, you know, I will also join in. Yes, they are making this contribution and I will also join in. But at another time, when I feel I have been able to settle this bill and I'll pay this bill, I will make some contribution. I will join. I will be a part of it. But it's too late because the pool is stirred at a certain time. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you realize that when we are having healing service and we are calling anyone who has this come, anyone who has this come, and then you see you are in a state, but you feel uncomfortable for whatever your situation is. You don't, you, you are uncomfortable and you don't come. And so when it is over, when the pool has finished and we stayed and it's over, you will come and see the pastor on the side and he say, oh, Reverend, can you pray for me? You see, the pool was stayed at the time. The pool was stirred at the moment. Yes, the pastor, you see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The pastor cannot heal you. The pastor cannot restore you. The pastor cannot heal you. Only what the pastor, God is using the pastor to do, what God is using the angel to do is to stir the pool. Who brings the healing? It comes from the mighty hand. It comes from the one above. The one that brings the healing, he is the one that is above. So when the pool has stirred and God is saying, I am ready to heal, therefore come. And then you will say, I won't come at this time. I will come later on to see the pastor. The pastor doesn't know. He, has, he will lay hands on you and then he will pray for you and say whatever. But the healing, it comes from God. Yeah. Hallelujah. It comes from God. Amen. So you realize, you know, sometimes after healing service, you see some dignified people, they, they, they come privately, you know, this is my time now, oh, I, 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 me and Reverend, you know, we have it. It's not. Amen. And so when you continue in like this, when you continue on like this for a while, when you continue in like this, you'll be in that state. You say, he says, he had, Jesus noted that he had been in this case a long time. And when you don't take advantage of pool stirring seasons, when you don't take advantage of the seasons when the pool is stirred, you realize that you stay in your condition for a long time. 
After a while, you develop an attitude towards the pool. After a while, the pool looks ordinary. After a while, you don't have faith in the pool. After a while, you don't believe in the pool. After a while, you start looking at others and blaming others and thinking that it is others who are not helping you in the pool. It is others who are not carrying you into the pool. The, the reason why I am in this state is because of this person and it's because of that person. And you develop attitude towards the pool. And so even when people are giving wild testimonies and they say, oh, this is happening to me when the pool is dead. And when I'm in the church, this is happening to me. This has happened to me. You look at them as they are giving these wild, wild testimonies. Oh, we have been here for more than 38 years. What are you talking about? There's nothing. There's nothing. This, this, they just say it. There's nothing. He said, we have been here for 38 years. You develop attitude. And the pool looks so ordinary to you. The pool, as the, as the angel is staring, you are just looking at the angel and say, he has come again. This is the 37th year that he has come. You know? And then you are, you are looking and nothing is happening to you. You know, when, when, when um, Naaman the Syrian, when Naaman the Syrian, a little girl told him, he says, go to Israel. Go to Israel. There is a man, there is a man, there is a man who can restore you. There is a man who can heal you. And then he says, but go see them. And when he went to see the man, you see, there is a, there is a river in Israel that has nothing. That the river doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look very, very um, clean. It doesn't look like, you know, any precious thing. And then he told this great soldier, he told him, this general, he says, go and wash yourself in that water because it is dead at this time. Go and wash yourself in it. Dip yourself seven times. He looked at it and he says, are there not better rivers in Syria? He says, Fafa and Abana of Syria of Damascus, are there not better rivers than the ri all the rivers in Israel? Are there not better? You see, you, 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 you take it literally and then you look at it and you, you, it doesn't have any value to you. But when God uses his angel to steal a pool, that is the time that you need to jump in. I say that is the time that you need to jump in. That is the time that you need to jump in. Hallelujah. That is the time that you need to jump in. Amen. You say there are better rivers. There are better rivers. That is the time that you need to join. But I want to share with you that God gives his angels, God gives his pastors to stir up pools for you. God gives his pastors to stir up pools for you to jump in. Hallelujah. And the pools, they are stirred in certain seasons. Amen. They are stirred in certain seasons. It is your responsibility to watch out for the season. You see, there were a lot of impotent folks. And I believe, I can imagine how they are involved in conversations and arguments and discussions. And, and the season will come. The angel will come. And by the time they turn around, but there are others. He said, there are others. There are others. They are aggressive. There are others. They are alert. There are others. They are ready to jump in. That is why, you see, people come. People come. You have been in the church for a long time and you are still single. But there are others that they come. They are very aggressive. When the pool is there, they are ready to jump in. 
It says that there are others whose eyes they are, they are blind. He said they are important folks. They are blind. They are blind. You are sitting by your beloved for 38 years. You are sitting by your beloved. You can see. Because when the pool is stirred, you can see. You can see. You can see that the pool, that you are sitting by your, because you are blind. You are blind. Amen. You are blind. But thank God for pastors. Amen. Thank God for pastors. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 20. And verse 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20. I'm sharing a very important message with you. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20. It says, And they arose, they, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the, in the Lord your God. He says, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. God will establish you. I said, God will establish you. God will establish you. But if you are going to prosper in this life, you need to believe in the prophets that God sent for you. You need to believe that there are seasons that the prophet will come and set the pool for you. He says, believe in the Lord your God, but believe also in his prophets, and you will prosper. Amen. You will prosper if you believe in the prophets of the Lord. You will prosper if you take the stirring of the prophet's pool seriously. You will prosper. You will be established. But if you are looking for prosperity, it comes through the prophets that God will send you. Amen. 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 I say if you are looking for prosperity, if you are looking to prosper, it will come from the prophet that God will send you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, believe in God. Yes, you must believe in God. But believe also in his prophets. Believe also in his prophets. And you will prosper. God will establish you. Through his prophets, you will prosper. I said, through his prophets, you will prosper. May you prosper through the prophet that God sent to you. Amen. And sometimes the prophets, they come just in seasons. They come in certain seasons. But believe that this is my time for prosperity. This is the time that I'm going to prosper. And I must jump in as the prophet is coming to town. Hallelujah. Believe also in his prophets. John chapter 14 and verse 1. John 14 and verse 1. Are you being blessed this afternoon? He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. This is Jesus talking. Jesus was working with them as a man. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, yes. They were saying, yes, as for us, we believe in God. Abraham is our father. 
this is this, this is that. We believe in God. He says, yes, you must believe in God. But believe also in me. Believe also in me. Let your heart not be troubled. Let your heart not be troubled. If you are going to believe in the prophet that God sends you, your heart will not be troubled. Amen. 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 He says, believe in God, but believe also in me. I am working with you. You saw me growing up here. You saw me running around here. You saw me coming up. I am with you here. Yes, I know. You see me as an ordinary man. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Believe also in me. Believe also in me. Believe in the things that I share with you. Take the things that I share with you seriously. I say believe in the things that I share with you. The things that I encourage you to do. Believe in them. The counseling that I give you. Believe in them. Because you see, some of you, you are, you are sitting by a, powerful, by a powerful man. You are sitting by a powerful woman. Someone who is going to take you higher. But your eyes are blind. I say you are blind. Some of you, you are blind to a very great marriage. You are in a wonderful and a powerful marriage, but you need a prophet to open your eyes to let you see that this is a powerful, a great and a blessed marriage. Because you are ready to even walk out. But when the prophet comes in, I say, believe in God, but believe also in the prophets that he has given you. Believe in the prophets. Amen. Believe also in the prophets. Hallelujah. Some of you sometimes, you just have a casual conversation with a prophet. And then he says something. Believe also in a prophet. I say believe also in a prophet that God sends you. Amen. Amen. Let's read some more scriptures. Matthew chapter 23. Matthew chapter 23. And verse 37. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? Matthew chapter 23 and verse 37. This is Jesus. He looked at the state of Jerusalem. He looked at them and then he says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You know, like when somebody is calling your name like that, it's like, oh, 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 Joyce, oh, Joyce, oh, David, David. You know, you, you, it's like you don't even know what to tell the person. Oh, John, 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 John. Oh, Sister Maggie, Sister Maggie. Oh, you, know, you don't even know what to say. You don't know what to say. You say, oh, she didn't come to church. And then, oh, you, 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 you did not, oh, you, you. You know, your heart goes out for the person. Your heart goes out. You, you, where were you? Where were you? I was looking for, oh, you, you, where were you? Amen. You see, this is how Jesus was talking. He says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Thou that killest the prophets, you don't know, you don't know, you kill the prophets, but you don't know, you, you say, thou that killest the prophets, thou that killest the prophets, 
thou that killest the prophets, and stonest them which are sent unto thee. You stone them. You stone the prophets who are sent unto you. You stone them. You kill them. You attack them. You say all sorts of things about them. You gather in your homes and you say all sorts of things about them. You do not know. You say, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. How often, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and ye will not. How often I have sought to protect you. How often I have sought to give unto you. How often I have sought to answer that prayer. How often, how often, every time, every time. And I send you a prophet. I send you a prophet. I send you a prophet. And you just stone them. He says, how often? How often? You just stone them. Amen. So you go on your knees crying to the Lord about something. And you have cried unto the Lord for 38 years. For 38 years. And each time, each time, the Lord sees the sincerity of your heart. He knows how badly you need this thing. He knows how badly this thing is going to transform your life. And he says, he calls the angels. And he says, can you visit this prophet and tell him to speak to this person. Tell him to call upon this person. And tell him to preach this message. And tell him to lay hands on this person. Because I am about to do something in that person's life. And then you stone the prophet. You stone the prophet. Amen. You know, it's like Kobe. Can somebody help Kobe? Kobe, come. Come, come here for a moment. And you, come. Come. You see, you see, for argument's sake, let's take Kobe to be God. Okay? And Yiyu, Yiyu is a prophet, a prophetess. Yiyu is a prophetess. Do you see? And then, and then you come, you are praying. You are praying to God. You are praying to God. Your eyes are on God. And you are praying. And then you are asking God. Every day you are fasting. You go on your knees. And then you are looking to God. Prophet, stand here. Prophetess, stand here. And then you are looking to God. And then you are asking. And then you are calling. And then you are asking. Every day. Your prayer meetings, you are there. Weekday services, you are there. Looking unto God that one day he's going to answer this prayer. One day and then God sends his angel to this prophetess. And then she says, go and minister to this person. Go and bring answers. Go and lay hands on him. And then he lifts up his eyes. And then he sees who is standing and ready to lay hands on him. And then he, 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 he does this. And then he's praying to God. And then he's praying to God. And then God says, 
God says, send the angel. Let the prophetess go. This man is sincere. He needs something. And then he looks. And then he's, he's looking to God. He's praying. He says, oh, 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 Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem. I have answers. Oh, Jerusalem. I know what you need. I have answers. You keep calling upon me. But I send you the prophet. I send you the prophet. But you stone her. You stone her. And you keep praying and looking. How often, how often I have sought to gather you. How often, like chick, chicken gathers her, her chicks. And the hen gathers her chicks and wrap. You see, when the hen, when, the, when, when you're trying to attack the hen, it doesn't matter what kind of animal you are. You will see that the hen, the head is small, but it is a wild hen. It will gather the chicks under her wings like this, and then it will become like this. Have you seen? Have you seen a small chicken chase dogs and chase? It will chase fox. Fight them if you try to attack. And this is how God is looking to protect and cover you and to provide for you. But your eyes are on God, and He's sending you the prophet, and then you stone them. And so he says that you have been in that state for 38 years. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Put your hands together for this one. So you see, when you see, when you, when, look, come, be, come back, come be. You see, when you look at God, you know, God means a lot to you. Do you understand? God, God, looks, um, God looks something substantial. God can give you God, God can provide, you know. God has the ability to make way. But this younger, younger prophetess that is coming, but God is saying that unless, look at the scripture. Let's look, let's look. Let's continue. It says, it says, behold, verse 38, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Your house is left unto you desolate, dry, nothing, no answers. For I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Until you say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, you shall not see me. You shall not see me. You shall not see me. But you see, you are looking at God because, you see, when you look at God, you know, he means something but this prophet is. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Put your hands together for Brother Colin. Amen. He says, unless you say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, you shall not, you shall not, you shall not see me. You shall not see me. Johnson, do you understand the scriptures this afternoon? You shall not. Amen. You shall not see me. Amen. Amen. Let's read one more scripture. Can we read one more scripture? Before we close. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. And let's read verse 10. 
He says, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some pastors and teachers. Now, if you read from verse 9, it says, now, now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. And verse 10 says, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And then he says, when he ascended, as he was going, he gave some apostles. He says he gave gifts. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Verse 8 says, Wherefore he saith, When he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. When he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive. When he ascended up on high, when he ascended up on high, you see how when people are ascending on high, they give gifts. Like you, you receive some relatives, they, when you were back home, your relatives come and then they are ascending on high. They are going back, ascending on high. And then they have some gifts. You want their jacket, you want their shoes, you want their briefcase. Some of you, as soon as they landed, you registered the watch, the watch. Do you see? Because they are going to ascend on high. And then they will give, they will give gifts to their nephews and to their nieces and to everyone. He said, Jesus, as he ascended, he gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. And these gifts included apostles. He says, some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. For what? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. He says he gave gifts to men and he gave these gifts for one reason. You see, he came, I tell you, God will establish you. God will establish you. Jesus came that you and I will be saved. He came that we will be saved. And as he saved us and as he was ascending, as he was ascending, he left us with gifts. He left us with gifts. And the purpose for those gifts He gave us gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And the reason for the gift is to perfect the saints that he saved. Jesus is not here to perfect you. He will perfect you through his saints. For your life to be perfected, he will perfect you through the pastors, through the evangelists that he gives you, through the apostles that he gives you, your life will be made perfect. He saved you. Yes, he has saved you. But you realize that as your life is being perfected, it is not Jesus standing here preaching to you week by week. It is not Jesus standing here ministering to you week by week. Your life is going to be perfected through the pastors that he gives you. Your life will be perfected through the ministers that he gives you. Concerning the apostles that he gives you, it is to perfect your life. So if you are saved and you are looking for a perfect life, then he says, believe in God. Believe also in his prophets. 
Amen. He says, he says, believe in God. You'll be established. You'll be established so. A saved so. But if you are going to prosper, if your health is going to be okay, if you are going to receive the job that you dream about, if your marriage is going to be the kind of marriage that you dreamt about, if you are going to find that beloved that you have dreams that God plans for you, then believe also in the pastors that he gives you. Hallelujah. Believe also. Amen. And so there are some that they are seeking for God, but they don't care about the prophets. They are seeking for God, but they don't care about the prophets. And each time, each time he gathers you and he gives you a pastor or he gives you a teacher, it is to perfect your life. And you realize that each time you bring yourself in the gathering, each time you allow yourself to be a part of the gathering, your life gets perfected to a degree. And they are, they are gifts that God has given us to perfect our lives. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? To perfect our life. There are some of us that we cancel, we cancel the, perf- the perfection completely by stoning the prophets. By stoning the pastors, by stoning the teachers that God has given to. It is another service, another Sunday, and then it is ordinary to you. But if you want perfection, if you want every meeting, every meeting is an opportunity for a pool to be stirred for you. And you want to include yourself in the meeting. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes an opportunity comes... And even your house, we say we want to use your house for area fellowship. We say we want to use, you don't know that a stirring of a pool is coming to your house. Let me tell you something. For the spiritual things of God, it is about timing. To work with God is about timing. If you don't understand timing and seasons, you cannot work with God. If you're going to respond at your convenience and you don't want to be troubled and you don't want turbulence and staring that, oh, they are going to have that area fellowship in my house and they will walk on my carpet and they will soil my things and they will see my house and they will talk about my house and they will do this. I am telling you, it is a season that is coming your way and you have no idea that a pool is ready to be stirred in your life for a season that will never come again. That season may not come again. Amen. Sometimes it's a particular service, a particular church service that is being stirred for you. But some turbulence, some troubling, this, they announce healing Jesus. And they announce this and they say they're going to do this. And they say the service will be extended a little bit and it will be this. And then you are not coming. But you do not know that when you are working with God, you need to be alert. You can sit by the pool. You can sit there for 38 years and nothing will happen to you because you are not alert. You are not ready to jump in when the pool is dead. And sometimes we blame others. He says, I have no man. Jesus looked at him and he says, Will thou be made whole? Will thou be made whole? And you see, when you have sat by the pool for a long time and you have not received healing, you begin to develop attitude. When you are sat there and you have not received healing and you've been in that state for 38 years and someone comes to you and asks you, Do you want to be healed? I believe the man looked at Jesus and he says, are you serious with this question that you are? You are lucky you are Jesus. 
the answer that I would have given you, 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 you wouldn't have liked it. I have sat here for 38 years and you are asking me if I want to be healed. And then he says, but why are you not healed? He says, when the pool is stirred, I don't have another man. It's the scripture says, cursed is he who puts his trust in man. He says that you'll be cursed in the situation that you are in. If you are waiting for another man, he says, I don't want you, I, 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 I want to go, but I don't have someone to buy me the, 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 the room. I don't have someone to give me, the, you know you have it. You know you can afford it. There are some that truly cannot, but I, you see, you are using it as an excuse. You are using it as an excuse. I'm not saying if you need help, don't come to me. I'm not, because there are some of you that truly need the help. But you see, the pool is stirred for you. The pool is stirred for you, but you don't understand. And then he says, I want to get in. I want to get in, but I have no man when the pool is stirred to help me get in. By the time that I have gathered my few here, I have done my grocery, and I have done this, and I realize, oh, I have paid my rent, and I still have some. By the time that I'm getting ready to jump in, to buy my ticket, they said there are no flights. And so you see, you blame others that are around. You blame others. They didn't help. They, they didn't do anything to help me. I was waiting for them to help me, but they didn't. But Jesus looked at the man. He looked at him. And then he says, you, 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 rise up. You, don't look at anyone. You, rise up and walk. And the Bible says, immediately, immediately, when the man stopped looking at anyone else and started focusing on himself, he gathered himself and immediately he walked. Immediately he walked. He said, you don't need any man. You, rise up and walk. Our time is up. Put your hands together for the Lord. We continue next time that we gather. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Oh, yes. When it comes to the things of God, do not look to another man. You say, it's because of my wife, so I can't do this. It's because of my husband, so I can't do that. My husband didn't do this. My wife didn't do this, so I can't do that. It is the things of God. It is a season. And when the season comes, jump in. When the season comes, jump in. You say, I'm not going because my friend is not going. I'm not doing this because my friend is not doing that. I'm not doing this because this one said this. That one said that. This one said this. He said, cursed is he whose trust is in a man. Oh, yes. Let not our trust be in man. He says he gave gifts. 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 For the perfecting of the saints. To perfect the saints. No man can make a saint. Only God can make a saint. But for the perfection of the saints, it comes from the pastor. It comes from the prophet. It comes from the evangelist. There are saints to be perfected. It comes from the prophet. Yes. Holy words. Long prison. For her.
words that is able to change transform and refresh we thank you lord for the power that is in your word we thank you oh god for the healing power that is in your word we are grateful and thankful for the restoration for the refreshment we thank you for ministering to us this afternoon in jesus name anyone here this afternoon with all eyes closed every head bow you are not born again you want to give your life to Jesus if that is you this afternoon you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are lift up your hand and I'll pray with you you are here you want to give your life to Jesus anyone here like that God bless you God bless you is there anyone here like that anyone here you want to join you say I want to give my life to Jesus I want to serve God I want to follow Jesus I want to serve Jesus. I want to follow him. I want to be a born again Christian. If that is you, lift up your hand also. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Join them. Join. Join. Anyone here like that? You want to give your life? I see your hand. I see your hand. Anyone else? You want to join? Wonderful. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to take one bold step and come forward to me. Come here. Come here.
all eyes closed i want you to join me if you are here you still want to join i want you to come forward if you are here you want to join you also can come forward anyone here it's not too late my brother i want you to lift up your hand now lift up one hand and say this and i want all the congregation to join me in saying this after me say lord jesus Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I have fallen short. I have fallen short of your glory. Of your glory. This afternoon, this afternoon, I declare, I declare that you are the Son of God. That you are the Son of God. You died for my sins. You died for my sins. You rose again. You rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Cleanse me, Cleanse me of, all my sins. of all my sins. This afternoon, this afternoon I, invite you I invite you into my heart. Into my heart. I welcome you I welcome into, my life. into my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus make me Make me one of your servants. I want to serve you. I want to follow you. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. This afternoon, I declare you are my Lord, you are my master, and you are my savior. Say this, Satan. Satan, I do not serve you. I do not serve you. I do not serve you. I have made a choice. I made a choice. I serve Jesus. I serve Jesus. And I'll follow Jesus. And I'll follow Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Father, I thank you for Nana. I thank you for his life. Lord, we ask that a shield be around him. Father, command angels to watch over his going out and his coming in. Lord, through your saints. And through your prophets and your pastors and your teachers and evangelists and apostles, may you perfect everything that concerns Nana in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you command angels to walk with him. Father, may he meditate on you. And I pray, oh God, you say that your yoke is light. Father, I ask, oh God, that you give him a light yoke. We thank you, Father, for this great deed. You say the heavens rejoice for this deed. And we are thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Nana, God bless you. I have this wonderful gift for you. It will bless you. Read it. Bless you. God bless you. Wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wonderful. You may be seated. You may be seated. You are. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.